Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Katasso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Solemn Symptoms of Black Mental Health Podcast. So today is January 1st, 2019, and I decided to do something different than what I usually do. I know I usually focus on mental health, but I just wanted to discuss how we can start the new year afresh on a clean slate and how to set ourselves up to be successful for 2019, okay? So I'm gonna give you five tips of how to make your 2019 successful. The first thing will be uh, to start the new year off, have SMART goals. What I mean by SMART goals, the S stands for specific. So you have to be specific about the things that you want in the new year. So by specific, I mean, okay, if you are really into YouTube, you want to grow your channel or your own business, you need to be specific about what particular thing you want to grow either for YouTube you want to grow your followers or you want to post more content so you have to be specific about the goals that you want to attain within that process so don't just say I want to grow my YouTube channel okay I understand that but what are you gonna do to uh, make your YouTube channel successful what when why how and who so those things are the things that you need to be thinking about to be more specific to set yourself up to become successful for 2019 okay and then the m in the smart stands for measurable so measurable goals things that you need to be doing to see where you started and where you're going to end so for instance if you're going to start working on your brand in january 2019 you need to see where you specifically started so if you're starting youtube with five followers so you're going to set yourself up and say in three months i would like to have at least 150 followers then in six months i would like to have 600 followers and then at the end of the year I at least have to have a thousand followers so you have to set the goals that are measurable so that when you look back a year later so in 2020 and on the first you'll be able to measure how far you've come okay and the a stands for attainable so make sure when you're setting your goals they are attainable don't do things that are out of reach and that's not saying that you shouldn't shoot for the stars you need to do things that are realistic so when you're uh, when the goals are attainable something like saying that you know you want to grow your youtube channel so if you have about five followers then you're saying that by tomorrow you want to have 10 that's realistic and attainable. So you can't say tomorrow, today I start with five and tomorrow I would like to have 50,000. Is that really attainable? Yes, some people can do that, but you really have to think about things that are happening in life. Things just don't happen overnight. You have to be able to work for it. So make goals that are attainable for you and then you can measure, okay? 
the R is relevant or realistic. So you need to do things that are relevant to what you want to do with your channel or whatever business that you have. So you have to uh, pick your demographic and make it realistic for where you're trying to be. So you need to surround yourself with people who are trying to do the same things as you. You know, watch YouTube channels and do things and surround yourself with people that know the thing that you're trying to get into. Read books. You know, look at relevant things that, you know, are occur in whatever you're trying to do. So, and then, you know, you need to have something that is time bound. That's the T in SMART. Time bound. So, you need to set yourself some timelines as to how you want to achieve that goal or when you want to achieve it. Just like when I said, like, if you start today, January 1st, 2019, and then you're able to say, okay, I want to have this goal completed within six months. You're giving yourself a timeline, something to work towards, not just saying, I want to start my channel, I want to start my business without having a timeline. When we have timelines, just like, you know, at work, if they provide you with a specific deadline, you're more inclined to meet that deadline because you have a time. If your boss says, okay, you need to have this project done, you don't have a timeline, you're probably going to take your own time, correct? So if you have you know, a timeline, you're able to work towards something that's really realistic for yourself. So, you know, 2019 is all about creating smart goals. So you need to make sure that whatever you do, your goals are smart, things that are realistic for your world, and only you know what's realistic for you. So work on your own timeline and do things that are best for you, okay? And the second one for 2019 is setting boundaries. You need to be able to set boundaries for yourself and other people in your life. So reflecting back on 2018, just looking back at the things that you could have created more boundaries for, basically meaning that if, you know, this is the year of the yes or the year of the no. And what I mean by that is that sometimes we tend to say yes to everything and things that impede where we're trying to get to. If you have goals and you're putting other people in front of the things that you need to be doing, that's not really helpful for yourself trying to grow who you are, you know, in 2019. So sometimes it's okay to say no. I know that it's hard to say no to our friends, our family members. Sometimes you have to miss out on that dinner because you have a deadline for your YouTube channel, for your business. Why not say no? There's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to the point where you're just trying to put everybody else besides yourself, it's not really helpful to who you're trying to be. And also saying yes. Sometimes we become very selfish and don't think about other people. We like to, you know, for people to give us things and we don't give anything back. Relationships are give or take. If you want people to always say yes to you or people are always there for you, you have to also say yes. It's not always about ourselves. It's about other people too. So we have to be able to set boundaries. And when we set boundaries for ourselves, people know how to treat us, right? Also, and you know, we also need to create boundaries on ourselves. We don't always have to say everything that we think because sometimes we may hurt people's feelings and as well as you know, we have to reflect. We could always say what's going on with everybody else in our lives and how they're not treating us well, but how are we treating other people? 
that's something very, very important to also look at in 2019, setting positive boundaries and checking to see how we're treating other people, okay? That doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you need to go all out all the time. You need to be sacrificing yourself. No, just think about a give or take relationship, okay? And the third one is decluttering. We always have to declutter the things that we've been hanging on to for a long time. Whether those things are from 2018 or 2017 or 2016, we have to find a way to declutter our life. If we constantly are bringing old things into our lives, it never really resolves itself. So, for, for instance, if you have clothes that you've had for 10 years and you can't even fit anymore, this is your opportunity to actually get rid of those clothes. Give it away to organizations that help other people. For example, the Salvation Army gives a good amount of their profit to other to, to, to veterans, homeless individuals. So look into organizations that are positive or close to your heart to give away clothes to or we don't need our furniture anymore. Things that we really don't need. Look into your garages. Do you have a lot of tools that you haven't used? Do you have a lot of clothes? Do you have a lot of unnecessary items that we're holding on to thinking we may they need it so if you, if you haven't used it in over a year my specific thing I like to say get rid of it why hang on to something that you really haven't been using and also decluttering people in our lives that aren't really bring something to the table if they don't bring something to the table to make us better, why hang on to those people? And I'm not saying that you shouldn't have any associates, but if you're only hanging out with people who want to go out all the time, don't have any goals that are holding you back, constantly nagging you about things, why hang on to those types of people? And that's not saying get rid of them, declutter. You could always love somebody from a distance. They don't always have to be around you. You could end up seeing that person if you go from seeing them every single day to once a week and then eventually seeing them once a month until you have that conversation with those people and say, hey, I've realized I'm trying to go to this place in my life. In order for you to come with me, you have to be able to bring something to my life just like I bring something to your life. Let's create goals together or you could also be the motivating factor for them to actually become better. So surround yourself with people who are positive and declutter and remove those people who aren't going to be positive in your life. And this is not the whole new year, new me, I'm going to cut these people off. I'm not trying to say that. But reflect. And if you have people in your circle that are doing great, no need to cut people off. No need to declutter those people. Just move on with your life and do the things that, you know, you want to do. Okay. The fourth one is find something that you like to do. Continue a hobby that you've continued for all those years or find a new hobby. If, you know, you find a hobby, you're more likely to, you know, be stress-free. And, you know, statistically it has been shown if somebody has a hobby or something that they like doing on a regular basis, they're less likely to have depression or anxiety because when they're feeling anxious or depressed, they go to that hobby to help them out in life. So, you know, if you find something that you really like to do, then always, always, always 
continue that thing in the new year and make sure if you're not if you're really into yoga and you're doing it once a week why not do it twice or three times a week that could be a good thing for you to try to de-stress because you know we're all busy and things happen in life but we always have to think about self-care and having a hobby is self-care doing fun things and sometimes it's also fun to incorporate people into your life who really really like doing things that you like to do or exposing them to things that they don't usually do if you like hiking and your family doesn't necessarily like that maybe invite them out one day and say hey let's try hiking one time if you don't like it you don't have to come with me anymore that could be something you know somebody else can fall in love with and you guys can bond with that so finding fun things to do you know reduces stress and when you're feeling stressed out you can actually refer to that specific thing and it keeps you occupied not worrying about the real world and our day-to-day -day problems that we face okay Number five, this has to be my favorite one because I'm super into this new lifestyle change. So I'm really, really shooting for everyone to actually get this together. So the fifth one is get your health in check. And what I mean by your health in check is that, you know, people want to start off the new year healthy and they want to go to the gym. That's when the gym and whole food stores get the most amount of money because people think that they're going to begin the new year, you know, starting on a new leaf and they're going to go to the gym, get their body in shape and everything's going to be kosher. Fine. There's nothing with that be there's nothing wrong with that being your new year's resolution. However, this has to turn into a lifestyle. It's kind of hard for people to get into the mood of a gym because it's so difficult, you know? If you don't know anybody that's really into the gym, it's hard for you to start by, your, by yourself and trying to figure things out. So my suggestion is that when you try to get, get into a lifestyle change, especially if you want to get into the gym, number one, consult with a personal trainer either at your specific gym or look online uh, for personal trainers and people who can help you out. At least get started with them so you can learn your way around the gym. And once you feel comfortable, you can tell the personal trainer, hey, I appreciate your service. I, I think I have the swing of things and I would like to pursue this thing by myself. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't start, you know, working with a personal trainer and you say a month later, you know what you're doing. That's really unrealistic. Just try to do it for like two to three months and see how that helps your body, your transformation. And personal trainers also usually help you with the food meal prep and what things you need to be focusing on as far as your health, the type of food you need to be eating, things you need to stay away from. Nutrition is really, really important when going to the gym or trying to make a lifestyle change. Perhaps if you're not trying to go to the gym, you just want to change how you eat. What really helped me when I was transitioning from, you know, eating meat to become a pescatarian and then now I'm really focusing on vegetarianism. So I really looked at Pinterest and YouTube and there was an app also called CookPad, but I didn't use that one a lot, but Pinterest and YouTube were my holy grail. There are a lot of people who actually spend time trying to help others, you know, create a lifestyle change. They have meal prepping videos or, you know, if you want to learn how to cook a specific thing, if you want to transition into veganism, all those things are available for you to look at and do. So give yourself a chance and don't you know, feel discouraged. It's not going to be easy. Let's say you have a slip up and don't go to the gym for a day. That's okay. 
you know, you could go back tomorrow or the day after and just be consistent. It takes 21 days to form a habit. So after the 21 day mark or the 30 day mark, that's really when you're really getting into the swing of things. So give yourself a little bit of grace and stay motivated to create a lifestyle change because it pays off you, you'll see a lot of weight loss or you're going to be able to build muscle and if your physical health is not aligned your um, your mental health really isn't either and what i've noticed when i'm in the gym my mental health is on point when i'm not in the gym i find myself all groggy tired irritated you know not feeling like myself so now i go to the gym I'm like, who is this K? Like, who is she? You know, I feel like myself. And if you're going to take care of your physical health, please also take care of your mental health. A lot of people neglect their mental health because they feel like it's not an important part of who they are. That's completely inaccurate. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. So if you feel like you're having some mental health issues or you're not feeling like yourself, you're having a little bit of anxiety or depression or you're having these crazy feelings that you don't even understand. And what I mean by crazy, something different that you don't know about, you know? So I would consult with a therapist and see how you could get help and see if there's anything that could work specifically for what you're feeling or going through. And don't feel like, you know, there's something wrong with you if you go to a therapist. That is one of the best investments somebody can make is on their mental health. Because when your mind is together, everything in your life is together. Your relationships with other people are better. Your job skills are better because you're able to focus more and do the things that you need to do. So just take that into consideration when you start 2019. And this is just for you to, you know, try to branch out and do different things and think about, you know, purchasing a journal to start your 2019. And currently I'm actually in beautiful South Africa so as you can see I'm in my auntie's backyard so I'm really enjoying my time here and this is part of my self-care and I have started off the year right and I'm really excited to see what silent symptoms has to bring to everyone I'm going to be trying to post more incorporating you know more lifestyle videos and things that will help your mental health because you know sometimes we're silent about the things that we're feeling inside and what's going on in our head so I'll definitely be here to post more so that you guys can learn more from me as a professional. So also, if you really, really liked everything that you heard, go ahead and please share, like, and subscribe to my channel. And make sure you turn on the bell notification so you won't miss anything that I post because 2019 is our year. We're going to be influential and we're going to be successful. So let's start off the year right and follow the five tips that I gave you and the year is going to be superb for you. So if you guys look around... And if you hear the birds chirping in the video, it's because I'm in beautiful, beautiful South Africa. I hope you like this video and give it a thumbs up, okay? Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear.